You can listen to this Clancy Shane and Kimber podcast anytime. But Jamel House of Fine Furniture's annual clearance sale is only on August 26 to 29. Google Jamel Wangara. Check it out. The video for Lost from Cold Chisel is on the website at mix.com.au. The new album, Perfect Crime, is out on Friday, October 2. Joining us this morning, guests are plenty. It's Jimmy Barnes and Phil Small from Chisel. How are you, boys? Good, Very thanks. good, mate. Very good. Guys, we can't leave any venue because as soon as we talked to a person and we said that we were talking to you this morning, everyone's like, oh, and everyone's got a cold chisel story. Like oh. you can't, you know, this is some <laughs> experience. And I've got a little anecdote to share with you about just how loved you guys are. Um, I was talking to my boyfriend last night saying I was talking to you and he said years ago he spent like 700 bucks or something to see you guys. He was like right up front, had this, you know, really excited. And unfortunately he was plagued by appendicitis and he waited oh, no. as long as possible because oh. he was going to try and go to your gig with appendicitis and he <laughs> no. held off and then his appendix burst and oh, he was t- no. he nearly died they had to take him to hospital and so still to this day he, he has band. not seen cold chisel <laughs> <laughs> but like he hates, how, he jinxed now, every time he hears that song now he's going to get a sort of a pain in his side are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you better bring so, are you going to bring him well, I'm, I, I know I'm going to have to arrange it now because I'm like I feel um, terrible that I can organise for you okay uh, oh, look, um, okay oh. now I get to say to him Jimmy Barnes is going to organise tickets for me yeah. that's even Better. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, you both, you guys can freebies. come. Tell, bring him along. Okay, super. I, I'll rip his spleen out. Tell him, <laughs> Lawrence. <laughs> uh, Lawrence, I heard you singing along there, mate. You know, you love your chisel. Yeah, absolutely, Barnsey, Phil. Uh, G'day, guys. Y- y- it, it goes back to 1978. You couldn't have imagined that 37 years later, you'd be launching another album and doing another tour. May uh, we, you know, we got together seventy three. You know, so we, we yeah. the first album came out about seventy eight, and uh, and you know, literally, we we just we played every every gig like it was our last, and you know, we didn't think we'd be, we, I didn't think we'd be alive. That, no, never mind, no. never mind making <laughs> records and touring. You know, yeah, well uh, done to being alive. <laughs> to, you know, really, there was a couple of years there. I thought my uh, my liver was going to ask for a transfer to Joe Cocker for a rest, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's just you know, we're we're really really happy to be actually actually making music that that's relevant at this time. We're really happy to have an audience and we're happy to be playing music together we you know this is one of the greatest rock and roll bands i've ever sang with and uh and to get the opportunity to sing with every night on stage is 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 a great thing hey phil small i just want to bring you in here mate because my favorite story regarding you was that gig you played in a prison once and there was one of the guys one of the inmates said i'd like a piece of him did that guy ever get out (laughs) he's living with him i I don't know who who said it but uh it, it was uh yeah it was mentioned that uh, it, it was, was said. It was, it was raised. It did. It did. It was said. I remember <laughs> it, man. I remember like a piece of that bass player. He's cute. <laughs> and, and, he, and we're looking Clearly in there. You know, I was looking at the stage and I thought, well, I forget if you're in jail. Phil's the cutest of us. I remember leaving that uh, the prison backwards. That was when Phil gave up his life of crime. <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, you've managed to get uh, Grinspoon to join you on tour and also the Living End here in Perth. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. a whole lot of talent in that band. I mean, yeah. I know you, you toured with them in 2009. Are they good guys? The, the yes. Living End, unbelievable, yes. unbelievable yeah. players. Fantastic I, I mean, one of my favourite bands of all time. I mean, the Grinspoon are doing some gigs in Eastern States with us, and they are like, you know, we're so chuffed that this is a band that's come out of retirement. You know, bands quite often get, you know, after playing years and years and years, living in back of trucks with each other, you, you, know, you tend to get sick of the sight of each other, but uh, they just want to come out and play rock and roll with us, which is really, really, really chuffed. But The Living End... I'm looking forward to the fact that every time I see that band, I think, Christ, how am I going to go on after these guys? <laughs> yeah, they're rocking, <laughs> they, are, they? They, are, they are so good. Yeah. So they're going to make us play really well. But they, they, they actually, played with us uh, at the V8 Supercars uh, in, in, at Homebush uh, back in 2009, and that was, the, that was the first big 
gig that Chisel ever played uh, oh. for years. And, and years, uh, yeah. Uh, and it was just a magic night. And uh, they were they were part of that, uh, Grin Spooner. They, they were just amazing. Uh, and uh, Living End. Yeah, they're absolutely awesome. They're, they're just phenomenal. They're, uh, they're you know, we're, we're looking forward. They're bringing them in on November, to the end set there on November 14th. And it's going to be awesome. Brilliant stuff. You guys stuff. Um, clearly enjoy one another's company. I mean, you know, Mossy, Don Walker, you, you, you haven't been at one another's throats. You haven't had a Beatles-like breakup. How have you managed that? You must all be just Oh, good we guys. have our moments, don't we? Well, I mean, I th- I th- it all depends. If you stick us in a room for a too long, things can happen. You know, yeah, that's yeah family, Phil, Phil gets aggressive and starts, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when yeah. I was in jail. <laughs> <laughs> and Jim, you had some good punch-ups with our uh, late mate, uh, Steve Prestwich, over the years oh, as well. Absolutely, absolutely. We were talking before in another interview where, but, you know, I remember one of the funniest things I ever remember was me and Steve, Steve and I had this fight and it was full on, you know, we're like belting each other and I thrust his wow. head through a door yeah. and it, and we were on the floor rolling around belting each other and, and we looked up and Phil's trying to tear us apart and he's got his head in between us and he said, Cut it out, guys. It's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> ruining my day. You're ruining my day. And, we just, and the two of us just cracked up and got up and went for a drink with Phil. You know? yeah, that's so, good. That's we're, good you know, we're like, well, it's like a pack of brothers. We really do. We, we really do. It gets a bit heated at times. We all have our moments. Believe me. Everybody has, you know, right. they're all, they're all, they're not all the easiest guys to get on with. And, and, but, you know, the, but at the same time, we get on stage and it's just, the chemistry is just unbelievable. Yeah. But I do love these guys. These are like my brothers. You know? Hey, Barnsley, as we wrap up, mate, we'll get the uh, news on shortly. But uh, after the uh, close call, Ben cock bombing uh, is the sky a bit bluer and the grass a bit greener for you it's, it's lovely here in sydney but uh you know I'm, i feel very sad for uh for the uh the ties you know mm. it's a sad thing and you know i'm i really i hope they catch the bastards have done it and uh and and, ta- and tourism is back to normal in thailand it's a beautiful place looking forward to the album october too boys all the best thanks very much Th- thanks, thanks for having much, us see you at the gig phil small and we're the jail stripes i'll spell you <laughs> he's cute phil <laughs> uh, small and uh, jim barnes just a piece of those two this morning on mix 94.5 <laughs> and our special guest here that uh lawrence is october 2 stick it in your phone notes right now for a cold chisel Lawrence, uh, you said you have something personal that you want to share with us. I don't know if we're ready for it. <laughs> I've, I've shown you my wife's lingerie. What yes. else is there? Yeah, no, it's in the bin, um, mate. It's in the bin. Well, look, I'm I'm a sporadic and secret eater, and uh, I've been told um, there's there's certain rules with food, and I've been told that you shouldn't eat cheese before bedtime because it gives you nightmares. Ah, mm. yeah, have heard that. But, I've always been a big cheese eater before bed because it makes me sleep so well. I love my dairy and I love my array of cheese <laughs> and a bit of brie. And like my friend Celia Pacola says, cheese shouldn't have teeth marks in it. But uh, no, <laughs> I love I love a bit of brie before bedtime. So that's mm. my that's my personal thing. Just before bed, cup of tea. But do you do it because it helps you sleep, or is it just because? Like I get no. sometimes just get I a love thrill the creamy from goodness. yeah, there's that. But I get a bit of a thrill just from eating the food at the times that I'm not supposed to. Like I, I really okay. enjoy, and I don't get to do it often, but I really enjoy waking up and going, I'm having chocolate for breakfast. Like straight to the fridge. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm. a row of chocolate for breakfast is just that's just the way to wake up. Yeah, uh, and it's it makes sense to eat confectionery earlier in the day, so you've got all day to burn it off. So <laughs> get your chocolate and your ice cream out it's for breaky. Very, it's very sage sage parenting advice, isn't it? Why leave it for dessert after dinner when you're about to you know go and sleep for eight hours? Mm. Get into it early. Yeah. Hey, Lawrence, how about cereal two or three times a day? Because I used to do that, and then wonder why I was rolling around on the floor with a stomach ache. It's just yeah. too much, isn't it? Well, you. you 
you know, it's very share house, very student to eat cereal yeah. all day. Or very uh, Clancy, single, single bloke who can't care. Clancy talks yeah. about cereal uh, really quite often. He really loves his cereal. Like when we were doing drive, you used to eat it really late at night, didn't you? Like yeah, 11, after dinner. 11 p.m. That's really good for the stomach. <laughs> cereal, yeah. cereal of choice, Clancy. Hello, mate. I will eat almost any cereal, but I was a mad wheat bix man, but just right is the go. Just right. Oh, yes. Every day. Oh, mm. brand. <laughs> I think, you know, yeah. we talk about this too with Pipitron, our uh, Pippa Reed, our newsreader. Because she says, like, because she, she gets up so early, mm. she will mm. eat dip and crackers at like five in the morning and thinks that's totally normal. But we're oh, just, yeah. we're like, really now? Does that seem like mm. the right time? There's no wrong time for French onion dip. That is, oh, that really? Is my, that, that's my desert island food hot chips and French onion dip. Oh, I could oh, not do that in Lord. the morning. You're making me hungry now. But yeah, Kimber mentioned the chocolate. How about at Easter time? Uh, when you you think about that, Lawrence, because I can't eat chocolate when I first wake up, like mm-hmm. like Kimber's doing there. I, how do you go with chocolate that well, early in I, the day? I I can do chocolate anytime, so long oh. as I've got a hot drink and a oh, hot yeah. cup of tea, so you can wash the sins away. Yeah. Oh. And uh, of course, you know, Easter time, you're you're celebrating our Lord Jesus Christ, so you can eat an egg whatever time of the day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thirteen thirty three fifty three. Give us a call. What do you eat at the wrong time? And mm. it's not wrong for you, but everybody else thinks that it's not okay to have a meat pie for breakfast. <laughs> Sitting in bed with a pasty. No, you know. <laughs> I, at, my, at the radio station I used to work in in Melbourne, my co-host used to make me stop at the servo and pick a pie up for him on the way. So it was 4am and he was eating a meat pie in my car and he'd wash it right. down with a can of Coke. Oh, there it's you disgusting. go. disgusting. Like Mike Willisy last week talking about his diet. Yeah, thirteen thirty We've got caller of the day prize and guaranteed to win two oh, yeah. tickets plus ferry transfers to catch Ice House at Hotel Rotnest mm. Sunday, January 10. Get your tickets from Ticketmaster or win them free on us. Yeah, you've got to be careful with that guarantee of winning. You never know. If you do get to air, uh, you're a real good chance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what do you eat at the wrong time? You do like the cheese just before bed. No, you did say the words earlier. Uh, you like yes. a little b- a bit of brie before bed. We don't say that around here because brie's our producer. But you have been <laughs> eating cheese. <laughs> yes, I didn't even think about that. No offence, brie. Uh, <laughs> when I say I like a little slice of brie before bed. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think, you know, there's, there should be rules applied to when you should eat certain foods. Well, just, you know, go with your instincts. Yeah, and some people, they do do that. It sounds like Adam from Baldivis. You're going with your gut instinct. What are you eating at the wrong time? Uh, well, being a chef worker, you eat any time of the day, any type of food. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just had 15 minutes ago, I had uh, prawns and mussels with a garlic, <laughs> garlic butter cream sauce on a bed of rice and uh, calamari rings and a large piece of crumbed white bean. At like Lovely. 8.40 in the morning. Yeah, it was about 8.30. Yeah. Oh, good. Hey, Adam, you're not on public transport at the moment. It sounds like you're, uh, you, there's a bit of noise there. I'm on the tra- I'm on the train actually actually now. Are you a train driver? Yep. Oh, which line are you? Good on. Um, no, no, it's on a on a freight train. Oh, brilliant! Oh, freight train. Yep. Unreal. Yeah, you'll be you'll be fine on the on the passengers. Just hanging out on a freight train, eating garlic butter and breathing, creamed prawns breathing and mussels. Garlic. Yeah, what a got, a micro, got a microwave in here. I've got a kettle, got a fridge, everything, and a radio. Thanks, Adam. And, and a radio. And a radio. <laughs> Have a great day. He's got it all sorted. And Tanya in Naranda, what are you eating at the wrong time? Well, when we were younger, my mum used to entertain a lot. Um, she still does. But uh, for breakfast, my brother and I used to get up and have all the leftovers. Um, so it'd be, um, you know, things like curry and and garlic bread. And my brother's my brother's specialty was to add uh, honey onto the garlic bread, 
and mm. then we'd follow that off with a bit of uh, pavlova and cheesecake. <laughs> There's always what's with that? There was always pavlova and cheesecake in your parents' fridge when you were younger, but it, there's never any pavlova or cheesecake left over in my house. Oh no, always. My mum is that's her specialty, so there is always pavlova and cheesecake. Oh, <laughs> delicious! What, what a dream kitchen. No, no wrong time for pavlova. And no. Uh, no, that used to be a, a breakfast, um, a breakfast specialty of ours after mm. the um, on Sunday morning after mm. after people have been over for dinner the night before. And... Well, it's eggs. It's eggs. I'm yeah. going with that. Well, it's like uh, Christmas leftovers. How good is that at that time yeah. of year? Oh, that mm. was always the best. Yes. Yes. Nice. Drinking the drinking the sherry that Sandra left behind yeah. at five, <laughs> five a.m. Exactly. <laughs> Love it. We were a little bit young for that. <laughs> Tanya, thanks so much for your call. Tell you what, you've got our caller of the day prize, which is oh, thank you. <laughs> two, two tickets plus ferry transfers to catch Ice House at Hotel Rotnest Sunday, oh, January wow. 10. And you can get your tickets from Ticketmaster, but you've just won them free on us. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Should we give one of those to Adam too? He can take his train over to Rotto. Yeah, that definitely. If Adam can get off the train, he can go to the gig too. Yeah. Lawrence of Suburbia. Lawrence Mooney, it's been a pleasure and an honour, mate. Uh, thank you very has- much this week. I've really thoroughly enjoyed myself, and uh, I wish Shane all the best uh, for next week. Yeah, he's he, feeling the, better. The, so the young bloke, the uh, the work experience kid that's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, mate. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Kimber. Thanks, Clazy. So see it. you when you're in Perth next. Absolutely. This Clazy Shane and Kimber podcast is now done, but Jamel House of Fine Furniture's annual clearance sale is only on August 26 to 29. Google Jamel Wangara.